Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Life is full of awesome what ifs and some not so much, like unexpected medical costs. That's why United Healthcare provides Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans to supplement your primary plan and help manage out of pocket costs. Learn more at uh1.com. Hello, everyone. It is Thursday, the 26th of January, and this is your bite sized roundup of all news stories pertaining to Liverpool Football Club with me. Paul Machen. Strap yourselves in. We've got loads to cover, including a Brazilian legend setting the internet aflame with a combined 11. Um, a Liverpool supporters group setting the internet aflame with a joint statement. Uh, an Arsenal goalkeeper speaking positively around Liverpool players. More Liverpool players being recalled from loan. Uh, a Liverpool journal does a Q&A and gives us some insight into Liverpool's transfer moves. And a new contract for a Liverpool wonder kid. Let's start then uh, with the more light-hearted of the things. Uh, Cafu or the Brazilian John Flanagan, to those in the know, uh, has been speaking to TNT Sport Brasil uh, and has named a, a Real Madrid-Liverpool combined 11. Uh, some really interesting choices in this. He's gone for Thibaut Courtois over Alison Becker. He picked Trent and Robbo over Carvajal and Mendy. Uh, Virgil van Dijk and uh, Eder Militao with a centre-back partnership in that one. Uh, and the midfield is the thing that's drawn the most, I guess, interest, or should we just say scorn. Um, but either way, this is the midfield he's gone for. He's gone for Fabinho, Thiago Alcantara and Jordan Henderson over, yes, the likes of uh, Tony Cruz, uh, Camavinga. Um, and Luka Modric as well. He said when asked about choosing between Jordan Henderson or Luka Modric, Cafu apparently replied, Henderson, without a shadow of a doubt. Um, so, yeah, really, really good to see that indeed. Um, and just to continue, elsewhere in his selections, as mentioned, Fabinho over Eduardo Camavinga, um, Salah over Valverde, and then it would have been Karim Benzema over Darwin Nunes and Vinicius over Cody Gakpo. There you go. Uh, fascinating stuff for your Thursday. Uh, Cafu naming combined 11s for Liverpool and Real Madrid. Good on you and good on your TNT Sport Brazil. Um- Selling a little or a lot? Shopify helps you do your thing however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage. All the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify is there to help you grow. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout. 36% better on average compared to other leading commerce platforms. Because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Get a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash work. Shopify.com slash work. Life is full of awesome what ifs and some not so much, like unexpected medical costs. That's why United Healthcare provides Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans to supplement your primary plan and help manage out-of-pocket costs. Learn more at uh1.com. 
Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. Okay, on slightly more um, serious tone, Spirit of Shankly, what people may have or may not have been aware, there's been a lot of talk on social media today in particular around this, but I believe this statement came out uh, slightly early. In fact, yes, it came out on January the 25th. Um, from Spirit of Shankly, and it's headlined, Reds join forces to call for government action on club ownership. So I'll read the statement, I'll read the internet post on spiritofshankly.com. Manchester United and Liverpool supporters unite to call on football white paper to strengthen club ownership rules. The United uh, Supporters Trust, uh, or the Man United Supporters Trust, must, and Spirit of Shankly today join forces to call for the forthcoming government white paper on football to strengthen the rules around who can own and run football clubs in England. With the white paper set to announce the creation of an independent regulator of English football, which will govern this issue in future, the government needs to put in place stronger rules that can take effect more quickly before it's established. Of particular importance will be the scope and content of the strengthened owners and directors test, though uh, which the approbity and integrity of potential new owners will be assessed as suitable custodians, the new standards of corporate governance that they would subsequently be compelled to operate under, the requirements for supporters to have significant input into how their clubs are run. In a joint uh, MUST, uh, joint statement MUST, CEO Duncan Drazdo and SOS Chair Joe Blott said, by common consent, our clubs are the biggest in English football and with a combined worldwide fan base of over 200 million, they are widely recognised global institutions. In fact, two of the most well-known British institutions worldwide. That global profile will likely affect many potential bidders attract many potential bidders, including some whose primary motivations may not respect either the cultural heritage of our clubs or the values and interests of our supporters. We think that should be a matter of importance to the government, just as the government would not allow our most important cultural or heritage assets to fall into unfit or improper hands. It should not allow football clubs to do so either. We welcome the plans for an independent regulator tasked with developing stronger rules around football club ownership, but there is a danger it will come too late for the country's two biggest and most successful clubs. Manchester United and Liverpool fans are the most fierce rivals. If we can come together with common cause, then we believe the government can work out a way to ensure its intended IREF uh, and stronger ownership rules can be introduced quickly enough to safeguard the future of our two clubs. Um, and obviously, what you again, maybe you're aware of it, there's been a lot of backlash, as there has been a lot uh, online, generally speaking, is that people reading between the lines are kind of thinking what they're, what they're looking at. But it's an interesting position, it's an interesting stance. Um, from Spirit of Shankly. Uh, and it, yeah, very, very interesting to take the notion of like if, if Liverpool and Manchester United fans can agree on something, then we should probably understand that most things should be possible if that is possible. 
but yeah, very interesting to see how this one develops, of course. And the independent football regulator is something that has been pushed for since the failed attempt uh, to create the European Super League, uh, something that can stand outside of football and ensure that uh, the sanctity and safety of football clubs in the long-term existence and prosperity of them is central to how the game is run. Um, yeah, an important step for football, but whether it remains to be seen, whether, whether that can actually impact the sale process for Liverpool and Manchester United, um, we'll have to see in the coming weeks and months. Okay, we'll move things on then. Um, slightly more light-hearted. Aaron Ramsdale, Arsenal goalkeeper, um, shot stopper extraordinaire, uh, has described uh, two Liverpool players. Um, he's talked about Alisson Becker and described him as the most complete goalkeeper is Alisson. He's the one you look to. His major strength is how calm he is, his mentality. He's definitely one that nothing phases him. So composed. Good to hear. And he's been talking about Jordan Henderson as well. He says he gets so disrespected because he doesn't play all the nice stuff. The things he does do, he'll play an unbelievable pass across, but it won't really get talked about. He's properly underrated. The England players love him. So there you go. Some nice little uh, gems there from the Arsenal goalkeeper on to Liverpool stalwart. Some big, a bit of a big love in, particularly for Jordan Henderson. Again, one thing we saw in producing our Jordan Henderson 10 Years of Red documentary is how many very highly regarded people people in the game of football had very very high opinions of Jordan Henderson as a man yes as a as a leader yes but also as a technician uh, particularly Jurgen Klopp um but we move on uh, to uh, I guess some disappointing news really uh, this via this is Anfield.com Liverpool confirm seventh loan recall as Owen Beck departs League One uh, the club have ended Owen Beck's loan deal early for the second time this season with the left back leaving Bolton after just nine appearances um the Welshman only spent uh, 46 days with Famalithau uh, in Portugal before ties were cut and a deal struck with Bolton, where he joined Conor Bradley in Ian Everett's squad. But unlike his fellow fullback, Beck could not hold down a regular starting spot, making nine appearances in all composite with only four as a starter. There should be no surprise then that Liverpool have recalled uh, the 20 year old, um, who's become the seventh loanee recalled in January following Reese Williams, Billy Cometio, Jakob Orzinski, uh, James Balagizi, Max Waltman, and Fidel. O'Rourke have had their terms cancelled early and it goes on to say it remains to be seen whether Beck will stay with Liverpool or another temporary move found for him though it's unclear at this stage whether FIFA would allow him to represent a third club we've seen a bit of this of late particularly around uh, Mateus Nunes that, uh, and the regulations explaining a player may be registered with a maximum of three clubs during one season and during this period the player is only eligible to play in official matches for two clubs uh, he's been registered with Liverpool Family Sao and Bolton which means that he, he would have to uh, play the remainder of the campaign with the under 21s um, which is obviously a, a big blow to a, to a guy who looked very very promising you know a, a really highly regarded prospect and it's not quite worked out for him uh, in his low moves so fingers crossed he can kind of reboot himself in the unders and then either press on for the first team or get himself a more secure low move uh, moving into next season Um we're going to move things on. So Ian Doyle of the Liverpool Echo has been doing a Q&A and a couple of little interesting tidbits have cropped up via that. Um, first and foremost, um, when asked questions, uh, he expects uh, that concrete interest in Nat Phillips um, should emerge before the transfer deadline day, um, which is an interesting one. Obviously, we've already seen Rich Williams return to the club, as mentioned, obviously Billy Cometio as well. 
But yeah, we're seeing increasing amounts of noise around uh, Nat Phillips, feeling that this will be the chance to to, to move him on. Um, and Ian Doyle actually uh, was replying to a question that said, a strange report mentioned that if Nat Phillips heads out the door, that a short-term loan would be explored. Seems strange, but any truth in it? And he says, well, there's definitely interest in Phillips from a number of clubs and Liverpool are expecting it to become concrete before Tuesday's deadline. That's why the Reds chose to recall Reese Williams from his loan at Blackpool as extra cover. It would be slightly surprising if it's a loan again but Phillips is under contract for a few years yet and possibly time in the shop window will aid a sale in the summer we shouldn't rule it out so yeah as much as it looks like now Phillips is likely to be on his way before deadline day will he go on the permanent move that we feel he probably all deserves and is certainly earned for his um exertions in the first team uh, we'll have to wait and see on that one um a couple of quotes with regards to sale uh, uh sorry not to sell to purchases uh for Liverpool. quite the opposite in fact um we um yeah ian has been answering questions on this he was asked uh, about whether liverpool would be spending money and uh, the question says hi Ian, it's clear that to the majority of liverpool fans that fsg have taken as far as they can they can't spend money on a midfield that is clearly no longer up to standards having made record revenues then surely the model is not sustainable to stay at the top competing year on year my question is do you believe fsg have realized this model is not sustainable and will sell the club in full rather than hoping for a minority stake investment as is being reported which as we have seen previously with the red investment the club wouldn't see any of uh, which feels like a lot of opinion being forced into fact but we'll carry on uh, Ian Doyle replied FSG will be spending money and quite a bit of it on midfielders in the summer uh, but that they are open to a sale or investment shows that they need more funds to compete with the likes of Manchester City and now Newcastle. FSG would prefer a minority stake investment as that might well be sufficient to bolster the squad in the manner that it needs. Um, which is, you know, uh, quite an interesting statement from, from Ian Doyle, of course, who of one of the head Liverpool writers for the Liverpool Echo and certainly the most experienced uh, for him to kind of come out and say that. In, in statement rather than speculation um, of course FSG will have no choice if they don't sell the club, football club but to spend money, the money required on the players required because if Liverpool continue to slide in footballing terms then it's not going to increase the value of the asset that they're looking to sell would be my take on it but that is only my take on it uh, and he also went on to say that he thinks Liverpool will sign two or three midfielders in the summer very interesting indeed um, one final one and I we're expecting this to, to gather pace probably post-recording, uh, but according to Time Sport, Liverpool are looking to reward 18-year-old midfielder Stefan Bacetic with a new long-term contract. Jürgen Klopp is a huge admirer of the Spaniard and sees him as a big part of Liverpool's future. Very exciting stuff indeed. I think he's been, I think most people would agree, Stefan Bacetic has been the real shining light for Liverpool in the last in the last week or so. One's a really kind of hang your hat on as an exciting one who's got the capability to impact the team now, but could go on to have an incredible incredible future as a footballer and hopefully at the Reds in this contract would go some way to seeing that that is a thing that he will be having that incredible future at Liverpool and not elsewhere and with Liverpool's midfield woes very well documented having another capable young man to step in uh, and you know carry the mantle of a Liverpool midfielder bodes very very well in the short term as much as it does medium and long term so there you go um, plenty more to come from us of course Bite Size will return the Redmen weekly podcast 
we'll be live for you guys on Friday as well uh, with some great chunks and segments from brilliant shows getting you some great insight into all the things happening on and off the pitch for Liverpool Football Club in addition to that uh, podcast extra is out right now on redmenplus.com uh, a special focus on laughing at Everton and the departure of Frank Lampard and what an absolute mess that football club is in which really puts Liverpool's woes into perspective Jano uh, Insight this week with Steve Hall and Neil Jones as a focus on the links around the Mason Mount and more noise that Jude Bellingham has chosen Liverpool um, Deep Dive is being recorded right now that is out on Friday that will take a closer look at how Mason Mount could fit into Liverpool um, based on the notion is he potentially uh, Jürgen Klopp's new Adam Lallana and more beside that as well loads of great content on redmanplus.com loads of free stuff for you guys on uh, podcasting services if you want to get those extra podcasts you can do by going to redmanplus.com uh, or if you're totally wedded to Spotify and you just want to get your content in Spotify search Redmen Plus podcasts on there and you can subscribe directly through the Spotify app anyway that is it from me Paul Machen have a wonderful day weekend and obviously continuation of your life uh, ta Thanks for listening. If you want even more Bosch content and podcasts just like this, go over to redmenplus.com and sign up now. That's the sound of another sale on Shopify. In store. Shopify POS is everything you need to sell in person. From payments to inventory, Shopify unites your sales into one commerce platform. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash retail 23. Shopify.com slash retail 23.